What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. We got a good one for you today. Today we're going to be hanging in the lair, catching up on our stack, shooting the breeze, doing the things we like to do on uh, good old hanging. How you doing, buddy? Dude, I love when we're just hanging in the lair, man. Dude, it's the best time of the week, dude. Dude, I look forward to it every week, man. I'm doing great. How are you? Dude, I have been better, but I'm glad to be here. Glad to check comic books. Uh, ready to... Ready to un? You ready to unwind a little? I'm ready to just unwind, kick back with my, uh, you know, what do they call these? Alkaline water. <laughs> Is that what you're drinking? Yeah, it's pretty good though. Yeah, it was it was a challenging week for me, man. Um, busy, busy as heck. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, just work stuff or family stuff. Oh, dude, both, man. Just sports and work was a little chaotic this week, and we had a ton of rain which was super cool but that just made work a little more chaotic um but yeah let me Dude, ask I you have a question no no i okay. got a question all for right. you first all right, all right so i can't remember the first time we talked about it but uh, it's been a while so i want to do a little check-in uh-oh how's the old fantasy football team doing buddy you came oh. in hot you told everybody you were gonna win this bad boy how you doing dude listen week one blew it out of the water bro like Straight you just up, crushed it? Crushed it. I had the most points in my league. So it's funny because um, after week one, we do this uh, We do this thing like midweek. So whoever had the highest score and whoever had the lowest score, we have a little meeting. And so we have the three leagues, like I mentioned, right? So um, I think it's Tuesday or Wednesday morning. We, we all meet up and the, the highest score from each league and then the lowest score from each league, we all meet. And... Um, the person with the highest score gets to put a, a pink sash on the person with the lowest score that says, I suck at fantasy football. <laughs> and they have to wear it all day while at work unless they have like, you know, serious meetings or something. But um, so week one crushed it. I got to put a sash on somebody and uh, I was, dude, I was like, oh yeah, it's on. I'm going undefeated. You know, I'm just on a cloud nine, bro. Week two rolls around, dude. I was almost wearing the sash. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy how quick things can change, huh? It's so crazy how just, like, my bench players balled out and my starters who were, you know, were projected to just go off, just had a terrible game. Um, And so it was rough. I barely squeaked by, and I didn't get the lowest score, so I didn't have to sport the sash. Um, So I'm hoping for a little redemption this week. Yeah, yeah. Who's your starting QB? Who you got? Oh, dude, that's that's what I'm kind of nervous about this week. And I mean, if we want to get real into it, my I, I kind of picked the quarterback towards the end of the draft and I waited a little too long. Right. So I picked up um, Russell Wilson oh. and he's been struggling. He has been. Dude. He's been on the struggle bus. And this weekend he plays the 49ers, which they have a gnarly Ooh. defense. And so the my backup and quarterback that's your team, dude. So you're right into your dilemma. Exactly. And so my backup <laughs> quarterback, dude, was Jameis Winston, who he had a rough game. And so I I might um, pick up Jared Goff from the Lions. He's like a like a like a bust or or just he could go all out. I don't know. So um, it's one of those ones where I'm either gonna just. I'm going to look like an idiot by throwing him in there, or I might look like a genius because he might. That's you how know, it goes, so, dude. 
You yeah, have to so. make those risky players to look like a genius. In yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because over the weekend, I had a couple players I was like on the fence of who to start. And um, this is when we were out of town and we were about to go eat breakfast. And I told my wife, I said, I, I'm in a dilemma. I need help. Can you help me pick a guy? And my wife, she doesn't know anything. She's just like, <laughs> you know, and she said the same thing, though. She's like, you got to risk it for the biscuit. Put this guy in. <laughs> And so I ended up starting a guy that I wouldn't have. And he actually did okay. Uh, and it didn't matter anyways because I got blown out of the water. So, Yeah. Well, you know. But we'll see. Crap. It's a new week. Yeah, man. Right on, dude. Well, I thought I'd do a little check-in, see how it's going. I'm glad it's going good, dude. Yeah, so far so good. So I'm one and one and uh, we'll see. But I wanted to check in with you on something. I know we both mentioned, of, uh, I don't know, like three or four weeks ago, we're doing a 10K coming up. Been training at all? How's the training going? Dude. I'm training so hard. Or are you hardly training? <laughs> I'm hardly doing a thing. <laughs> I love how like my justification is always like, well, I haven't got my shoes yet. <laughs> Dude, you better pick a pair, man. I know. I was talking to my buddy at work who I'm supposed to run it with, and we we might have pushed it back to back a little bit. So I all still right. am doing all right. But uh yeah, man, I I've gone on a couple walks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that counts. Yeah. So getting your legs you ready. Know. All right. I've trained, I was doing really, really well. And then this week I kind of hit a road bump just because life was crazy. But um, this weekend I'm going to uh, hammer out some miles. So I'll get back on it. And um, yeah, I think I'll be okay. I'm think, getting nervous I though. Think, I got like a month left. Yeah. I didn't tell you this yet, but this is my plan, bro. When you're done, we're going to post your race results on the CBL forever. <laughs> For everybody to see, bro. Uh oh, you're making me nervous now, dude. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'll be, be hilarious, uh? I'll be stoked to get it done in like like 70 minutes. Yeah. That's a little over 10 minute a mile, you know, like it's 6.1 miles. So I, I don't think I can quite do all six at 10 minutes pace. It'll be a little over, but I'll be pretty pumped with that. I'd be pumped just to finish. So <laughs> listen, I'm going to be super excited to finish. Yeah. So I I already have a couple backup plans. I already did. We have, we have a lot of golf carts around campus and I might have one of my buddies park on the backside. And Do you remember that from the, uh, the office where they all go out to eat while Michael's running and then they just zoom back up at the finish line. So funny, dude. Right on, dude. Well, uh, did you get in any reading this week, bro? Dude. Um, as crazy as it was, I did get some reading in. Um, super stoked on some of the stuff I read. Um, what about public domain? Did you get to get into issue number four? I really want to talk about this one. I did, dude. I got to. I got it today. Uh, sitting at a, a work event during some downtime and got it on uh, Comicsology just to, to catch up on it. So I did read it today, dude. Issue four, Chip Zdarsky. I like this story, man. Dude, it was pretty good, dude. And I didn't realize that the other guy, the other comic book writer, whatever his name is, mm -hmm. that the crazy lady is his sister. I know. Yeah, that came out in this issue. I think this was the first time I mentioned it, so I didn't know that either. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised with that. That was surprising. But he was, uh, he was, <laughs> I loved his reaction to that. Like, what if it's good? Yeah, yeah. And he's sitting next to that dude on the plane towards the end. <laughs> Just <laughs> ripping into him. And then he's like, so what are you going to the city yeah. for? 
<laughs> but um, just a cool story, dude. I love the day. And we kind of... We nailed it. We, we Yeah, we kind of nailed this last time we talked about issue three and what our thoughts were going to happen. And we were right on the money, which was dude, pretty cool. Like 100% on them, like two times. Like yeah. I should go to Vegas right now and put dude, something down. Let's get some lotto tickets, <laughs> man. <laughs> But yeah, dude, so the, the dad is just stoked on this, right? You open it up, it's, it picks up right after issue three. The dad's stoked on this deal. You know, he gets his son out of debt um, with, with those his gambling issue. And, and the son's just mad, ripping into him. And the mom has to step in like, look, dude, your dad did this for you. But then you kind of learn like the son's upset about that because he doesn't want to be that guy. It's like the charity case of the family. Like he wanted his dad to get something out of this too. And that's why he's kind of mad. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I, I think he has a, a major gambling issue and that's why he's mad. I think he wants, he wants money. He, I think he sees dollar signs and he's pissed that his dad didn't go after that. And then on, on the, you know, on the other side of things, once his mom, like kind of like, jumps down his throat basically and puts him in his place. Then he's like, you know, he doesn't want to be the scapegoat or whatever. Well, that's what he tells his brother before he bails town too. He's like, look, I don't, I don't want to be the guy who's just like, dad did all this just for me. Yeah. Like I wanted dad to get something out of it too. But I think, I think there's some truth into what you're saying, but I do think he's probably telling the truth there somewhat too. And this guy's turning out to be a dirt ball. Not very good, man. Taking no. those thugs to his brother's house so that his brother can beat him up. Like, yeah, he so he's, dude, he's trying to dip town and the gangsters or whoever he owes money to show back up and they want to go see his dad. And he's like, I'm going to pull a quick one and go to take him to my bro's house. And dude, his bro's not a fighter. Like, what was he thinking? Dude, that gun, though, that ended up being a tattoo <laughs> gun. That was pretty funny. I didn't <laughs> expect that. Me neither. <laughs> Yeah, I love he's like, this is what I use to tattoo the the crazy dudes and the hard moms. <laughs> <laughs> His character is just so funny to me, dude. And he's just he's just like such a like go with the flow, doesn't have a you know, like a care in the world, like I don't know. I wish I could be kind of like him. I know. There's like an aspect of that I wish was true of me. Yeah. But that I could still maintain some sense of responsibility too. <laughs> I know. I mean, it is a lot harder with kids and all that. And he's just a single dude. So he he could live that lifestyle a little more. But I, I wish I had a little bit of what he's got going on, you know, just kind of just very lax and very just, I don't mm-hmm. know, just go with the flow kind of attitude but um he's hilarious dude and the crazy thing is i love how he still just loves his bro even though he's a screw-up yeah like brings it all those dudes you know bring those two guys to his house he gets beat up for his brother and he's still just like loves his bro no matter what you know so that mm-hmm. is pretty cool how you know because i would be fired up i'd be like dude what are you doing yeah. So last last time we were talking about this, we had two kind of like our closing thoughts when we were saying like where we hoped this were, was going to go or where we thought it was going. Uh, some of that stuff came came true here. So kind of what goes down there, like with what we had said and. Yeah, we nailed it. So first, we we in the last issue towards the end, we got a little bit of um, the the girl who kind of risked her risked 
her career for for this guy. She ended up getting fired because she she told him, you know, hey, um, you still have rights to your comic and everything. So she's fired, and her her roommate or her friend was like, you better go get dollar signs. And we hit it right on the head. She shows up. She's looking for a big payday, but it almost was like the best she thing says, that could have happened. Like, yeah, because she says, "Hey, man, I did all this. I want I want my cut." And then she's like, "Cause like now I'm screwed, and I'm never going to be able to write comic books, and I've always wanted to do it." And he's like, "Well, this is perfect, dude." And so you nailed that because that wasn't that was your thing, yeah. and that came true like super right on the head. It's crazy too because when I was reading this, I was so pumped. I was like, "Dude, I can't believe we called it." it like went exactly how we thought it was going to go. And cause it could have went the complete opposite way. You know, they could have had mm-hmm. another crazy situation on their hand that they had to deal with, but it didn't. And yeah. so now they're going to have the upper hand on creating these new books that are going to be rad. I bet. Yeah. And so he, they got the right, the, the way that all played out was still a little confusing to me. I think I got, got it mostly. So like singular, singular or whatever his name is, the wireless company. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are they even around anymore? Singular wireless, know, dude. <laughs> but the uh, the way it works out is that they're both technically allowed to to make domain comics, public, yeah, you, you know, or whatever. And uh, but the but the dad can make new comics with all his characters. Uh, but anyway. But we nailed that too because they came together at the end of the issue, and the dad's like, "Look, like this is what this comic book is today. It's trash. I hate it. This is not mm-hmm. my character. We can do better. I want you guys to write with me." And I'm like, "Yes." Dude, so, so rad. I love how the one like you still the the main brother Miles. He's still kind of like what, he didn't I, really, I, yeah. but the other brother dude was just so stoked, and that's the part I love about him. Like, I wish I had that in me, where I was just like. You know, I didn't have a question. Like I was always just, you know, a hundred percent in on, on big risk like that. Because right, a lot of the yeah. time, I'm like thinking, like, oh no, everything that you know, I think too much about things. And this yeah. guy, he's just like, let's do it, not to it, but to do it attitude. I know. If my dad came up to me like that, I'd be like, all right, well, hold on, how's it gonna work? Yeah. Like, what yeah, are we oh, gonna yeah. do? Like, yep, do you yep. need me to quit my job? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. For so. sure, for sure. So I loved it though. Um, I think Chip Zdarsky's killing it with this, and um, it's been a cool so far. I like it, man. Yeah, dude, me too. I like it a lot. Good. I'm glad you liked it. What else you get into, brother? Dude, a little bit of a throwback and a little bit of nostalgia. Oh yeah, dude, that cover's sick. Ah, uh, dude. So I picked up R.L. Stein's <laughs> uh, "Stuff of Nightmares." Dude, really quick, when you posted that on Instagram, you did a, like the cover, and then was it ne- the other one actually your book, Glowing in the Dark? Yeah, it was mine. The Glow yeah. in the Dark looked rad, dude. Yeah, like it dude. almost looks like it's popping out. And yeah, it does. And so I didn't know it was Glow in the Dark. I just thought it was a cool cover, and I thought it was like a, a virgin cover. You know, I was like, this looks sweet. So I picked it up, and when I was checking out, Matt, the the owner of the store I go to, he's like, dude, such a rad Glow in the Dark cover. And I was like, wait a second, no way. And then he showed it to me, and I was like, yes, I'm getting this for sure. <laughs> 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 like I had a thought about putting it back. Like I just loved it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen 
The way you delivered that line was hilarious to me. You yeah, seen how I'm st- getting it for sure. <laughs> you should have seen how stoked I was, dude. And he like pulled out this black light and showed it, uh, showed it to me, and I was, dude, I was fired up. Heck yeah, dude! Did and you so get it? You read it? Yeah. So I originally picked it up, and I, I thought of my my middle daughter because she likes like oh, horror yeah. stories and, and reading scary stuff. And um, I think she's read some R.L. Stein stuff as well when she was a little younger. And then me growing up, I've read, you know, R.L. Stein books. I'm sure you have too back in the day. That was like the only book I wanted to read when I had to do a book assignment or something in grade school. Like, who (laughs) wants to do that? (laughs) I know. I'll be honest with you. I never read a single Goosebumps. I never read a single R.L. Stein anything. Oh, really? my My little bro was obsessed with them but the yeah. funny thing, the funny thing is dude Uh-oh. he never read it either but dude. like he had to collect them like for some reason <laughs> for some reason he was a collector of goosebumps like they were trading cards or something it was That's hilarious. hilarious dude i'm gonna have to give sean a hard time <laughs> <laughs> well this is cool man it, it brings back you know the old school vibe but it kind of throws a little bit of a mature twist on it i wouldn't say like over the top mature there was some um like gory parts, but I'm like, I'm going to let my middle daughter read it. I think she's going to be fine. Um, but it's cool, man. It kind of opens up with this, uh, creepy dude. Uh, do you want me to tell you the story? Cause you haven't read it yet. Are you cool with me? I'm sure you're cool. Let her rip. Let her rip. <laughs> Hashtag spoiler. If you don't want to know, turn away now, but I'm glued. And it's kind of like, um, it reminds me of like tales from the crypt. You know, you have that creepy dude talking in the front in the beginning and he goes on to start telling the story and then it gets into the story. That's how it opens up. And so you got this dude. dude. Tales from the crypt was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. What a weird show that (laughs) was, dude. What a weird show, dude. And this dude, he's, his name is the Nightmare Keeper. And so he collects all these crazy like pieces of art and just random Show me a panel bro crazy stuff so here he is this is the open panel there he is you don't really get to see his face but he's just like this creepy dude uh and the art's pretty cool and just the quality of this book is really cool dude um from boom and um you open up and he's showing you some of his like um just a, some crazy stuff he has but then he stops on this like hand that he has in a jar mm-hmm and he's like, I want to tell you this story. These two brothers or these two dudes are scientists. And um, so does that seem like how it's going to be? He's just going to tell little stories each issue? I think so. I don't think they're going to. Cont- I don't. I, I think that's the vibe I got. Which is which I'm, I'm down cool with. That. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool yeah. With that. And um, the way they did it is good. They read really easy. Um, and it was just kind of short and sweet. I mean, it didn't blow me out of the water, the story, you know, but it was just um, it, it was pretty cool. And it's more like they have so many variant covers of this. Like people I've been reading, like people are all just grabbing these just for like the nostalgia and the, mm-hmm. you know, just cause it's R.L. Stein and, and it's cool. So, um, it's already headed back for a second printing too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Already. Dude, my, my store had a ton of covers and, um, so it was hard to choose. But then when I, you know, I picked right once you get the glow in the dark. Oh, heck yeah, bro. Nailed it. And so it's kind of like a Frankenstein story. These two dudes are trying to like um, create, you know, like their own Frankenstein basically. And um, they have this like beach house that's kind of like tucked away on this hidden beach. And there's a couple on the beach at night and they hear some crazy stuff. And they're like, let's go check it out. You know, great idea. Um, Typical like horror story. 
and um, they get caught up in there, and um, it's pretty crazy what these brothers are creating, dude. They like they basically have this lady like delivering like pieces of like I, I think the last delivery they got was like some intestines, and um, so they're they're putting together this creature, and um, in in one of their back rooms they find out that they all the the um, I guess you could say the exhibits or the the people they were working on like that failed. They had them like behind this big door, you know, all their failed experiments. And um, these two people that get in there, they're like, oh, we're going to turn you guys in. This is crazy. Well, the one of the brothers is crazy. He lets them out. And they, they pretty much look like zombies, but they attack these two people, tear them to shreds. And the other brother's like, dude, what did you do? And he's like, you know, well, we had no choice. Like, <laughs> what do you expect me to do, you know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it was, like I said, nothing that blew me away, but it was just fun. And I think it'll be cool to check out these little, you know, stories and these and the art was cool. And, um, yeah, something cool to, to check out for sure. Yeah, dude. I can't wait to get mine. That cover though, dude. Yeah. I hope it always, cool gl- I hope it glows in the dark forever. It will. I mean, even the even if it doesn't go in the dark, it's just a rad cover. It is a rad cover for sure. So super stoked on that one. Um, honestly, it's like one of my favorite covers I picked up lately. To be honest, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. Dude, do you want me to spoil the end of the Righteous Thirst for Vengeance for you? Because it just ended, bro. This is the la- This is the end of the arc. Is it? Oh, is it the end of it completely? It's or? the end of the whole thing. The end of the whole entire. Do you get any, like, no? Does it wrap up anything with Sonny or anything? No. Uh oh. You're not at all. Uh, you're sounding disappointing. I'm a little disappointed. Uh oh. It, ju- it jumps like 30 years. No. Yeah. So remember, I was telling you kind of last time Sonny went down and you weren't sure if he's alive or not, but there was yeah. maybe. You don't know. I guess he's dead, though. But um, I don't know. Do you want me to tell you? I don't yeah. want to tell you. Dude, take a dip, let it rip. You know Dude. me. I want to hear it. So the boy that he was saving, he's grown up. This is him. Oh, okay. Is he a police officer? He's pretending to be, at least, as far oh. as I know. And uh, you remember that big dude who's in the room kind of making phone calls and he's having the party? Yeah. Bro, that's his dad. No. That's the little dude's dad. And was so that this his issue- mom then? That, like, yeah. Had- oh. And so this dude shows up to his to that guy when he's older and just murders him. That's the story. <laughs> they got his vengeance. That's kind of cool, though. I mean, it's cool, but it felt out of left field. You're just like, whoa, it's his dad. Whoa, Maybe, okay. I, I wonder if, yeah, I, I wonder... I wonder if they had like a limit on like issues and they had to fit it in. So they, I don't know. I just wonder weird. if it wasn't selling too well or something. And so they kind of had to wrap it up. Hmm. But yeah, man, that, I, I didn't still, see that coming I, though. No, I still liked it. And the artwork's yeah. great. And the whole story is so rad the way they did it from beginning to end. I think mm-hmm. it's solidly done. Uh, and it's still like cool, but man, there was so much more potential to keep this thing going and to just jump it like that kind of felt like, Oh man. Yeah. I remember with volume one, it was probably some of the best like put together panels and pages mm-hmm. that I've seen in a comic in Reese. It was yeah. so well done. 
with very little dialogue and how they can just still tell a story like that was so good. Yeah, dude. Uh, I got I got into a lot, man. Do you, do you want to? Did you hop in anything else? One of the ones I'm kind of dying to know, talk about. But I don't know if you were ready to talk about it yet. Is that Batman? Yeah, that dude. That's my highlight of the week, man. It was uh, eight issues. Uh, Batman White Knight, DC Black Label by uh, Sean Murphy does the um, writing and the art. And I hope I don't ruin it by telling you. Like I hope there's a lot that goes down in it. So I hope I don't keep it vague. I, I can keep it as vague as I can, but dude. Probably one of my favorite Batman stories. Really? How does it compare to year one? I don't know if it's better than year one. Um, I don't know. It's good, dude. It's super good. So basically, You like it what, better than The Night? I think so. Dang, because I've yeah. liked that a lot so far. Yeah, it's good. Um, so basically what's going down is um, Batman and Joker, they've been fighting for years, right? And Batman is at the point where he's just like fed up. And so he's kind of being reckless. And, um, he's chasing after it it starts out where he's in jail. Batman is right. And, um, basically the Joker, uh, there's, they come across these pills that make the Joker sane and his name is Jack Napier. I think that's how you say it. Napier. I don't know. You know me with names. I think it's Napier. Anyways. I think it sounds great. (laughs) Thank you. I think that's Um, right. Anyway, so now he's on this path to basically show Gotham how corrupt, like all the politics are, um, Gotham PD, how Batman is actually um, not good for the city. He's actually like ruining the city because how careless he is. And it's crazy because you know how Batman um, works, you know, he does things in that gray area that technically aren't legal but he's doing it for the greater good well this is how jack does it right so he's trying to get the whole city who they hate joker from his years of just craziness and chaos in the city you know so he's like how do i get the city to you know kind of get on my side so that we can get batman off the streets and um so he gets all the supervillains together and he uses um Mad Hatter, which he like um has this hat that he could um can mind control people, and then he uses Clayface, and so he basically <laughs> remember how we were talking about Clayface the other day. And so he basically mind controls all the super criminals um in, in Gotham to create chaos and um first like they they destroy like this crazy um uh, there's backport and it's like the rundown area of uh, gotham and um jack is like trying to um build his um rapport there with all the all the citizens so he's like building this library and he's trying to bring it back he's like this is gotham you know and they they tear it down while it's like Batman is there and tearing it down because he's trying to fight all these super criminals, right? So he's basically trying to make Batman to, to look like a villain and a bad guy. He un- uh, uncovers some crazy stuff in like um, the archives of um, Gotham PD. Um, like there's this Batman relief fund that's like $3 billion that um, is basically used to fix all of Batman's like 
Really? Yes. Yeah, so anything Batman destroys in the city, this relief fund, it, you know, goes to re- repair it because Batman is just causing chaos in the city. Right. Like, yeah. Of course. He's going after all these super criminals and, and Joker, and he doesn't care about homes, buildings, anything. He just wants to get them off the streets at this point, you know. And um, you later come to find out that that relief fund is it's actually paid for by Bruce Wayne, all Bruce Wayne's uh, companies. So it's but the way he releases it to media, it looks like their tax dollars are paying for it, right? And so all this crazy stuff goes down that makes Batman look terrible. Like honestly, you're like, dude, like get Batman out of here, you know? And um, <laughs> even even um, freaking. Gordon is trying to arrest him. Like towards really? the end. Yes. And um, I won't tell you, there's, there's some crazy twists in it. I, I won't tell you all the twists because I want you to read it for yourself because you'll be like, when you read it, you'll be like, dude, that was cool. Uh, there's two Harley Quinns in it, which is crazy. And then there's a huge twist at the end. Um, but basically towards the end, um, Joker realizes or Jack realizes that the city does need Batman. And they work together and he's like, towards the end, the pills aren't working anymore. So he's like switching back and forth between Joker and Jack. And so it's pretty cool to see that. And the artwork when they do that is just so rad. And um, there's some stuff that goes down with Alfred that I won't tell you that you, because I know you're a big Alfred fan. Yeah, I won't even say what happens with Alfred. Um, Bro, just you'll have to you got to read it dude because you i think you'll enjoy this one man it, it it was a fun read a lot of twists and turns and it's out of the like uh continuity of um batman you know it's just its own story but it's freaking fantastic dude you got to check it out i'm going to it sounds great dude yeah so it was a fun story i don't know it took me a long time to finally read it like i said i was trying to collect all the singles um, I, I should have just read it a long time ago. Um, I'll, I'll this is one I'll, I'll read again because it was just it was good, for sure. Heck yeah, dude. But um, what about you, man? I know you got a ton in this week. I want to hear your faves. You want to hear my faves, or do you want to hear my least fave? I mean, some of my faves I was kind of waiting because I know you haven't read them yet. I just don't want you to spoil Dark Spaces for me because I'm really looking forward to reading that one. And How I are you going to get it? Yet. I got to go back to the shop. Dude, this week, so I went to the shop on Wednesday. Super stoked. It was super crowded Are in there. Are they still going to have it? I, I'm, I hope. If not, I can go to a, um, another one down the road. But I had my son with me as well. And at first, he wanted to buy you know, some Lego figures. I was like, sweet, let's pick you out some Lego figure, figures. And he actually picked out some rad ones. He picked out um, another Spider-Man one that he didn't have. He always picks out a Spider-Man one first. And then he picked out a couple uh, Star Wars one, which were rad. I think he picked out, um, I think it was Mando. And then he picked out uh, Chewie. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so they were pretty cool. So he was all stoked on them. And then we went and started looking at books. And then all of a sudden he's like, I want a comic. And you know, kids, dude. He's like, I want this. And I'm like, dude, you got to pick one, bro. You know how we roll when we come in here. And so he ended up picking a, a book off the kids section while amazing. Uh, Spider-Man book and we put those back. But anyways, once he got his book, all he wanted to do was go home. So he was like rushing me. He was hilarious. Like everybody was busting up at me because he's like, come on, dad. And so I like <laughs> rushed out. I missed a bunch of books. I bought a ton of stuff and I missed Lonesome Hunters 4. I didn't even grab that. I didn't grab Dark Spaces. I didn't grab Vanish. So there, I got to go back. Yeah. 
Well, dude, I'll start with my favorites then. I think my number one favorite read of the week is Do a Powerbomb number four. Mm, You were telling me about this. Dude, the artwork is just, I don't know, the way Daniel Warren Johnson can like the movement on the page, like there's these really cool montage scenes where they say montage on it, which is hilarious to me. (laughs) And uh, they're like, it flashes back for a bit when Luna's mom and Cobra Sun were, they were a tag team and uh, their finishing move, dude. The way it's drawn is so stinking rad, dude. I I can't remember what it's called. I'm trying to find it for you. But also look at this. He's doing a... um, a German suplex here on this dude. Can you see that? Look at that. The like movement. Oh yeah, that is really rad. And uh just the way that their relationship progresses as, as a tag team and how he's starting to trust her, dude. She gets beat up. Has like, she you're fig- just thinking she's done. No, she hasn't figured it out. She yet. hasn't figured it out yet. No. And you're just thinking she's done, dude. But her her fight and her tenacity to like just keep going to get her ma back is just intense man and uh later on you find out her uncle joined this tournament too bro and he just gets whooped like right are in they front gonna have to her. do you think they're gonna have to fight each other no he's i think he's already they're out already i think if i remember uh. correctly how this goes down but uh it's just one of the best dude and the artwork's like my fate like some of my favorite like i just love it man yeah that is pretty rad but the action, the the wrestling scenes, the action scenes, mixed with the like heartfelt family drama. Uh, I didn't know exactly what I was signing up for when I got into this, but it's like one of my top favorites, dude. I really, really what's, enjoy. So, this. what's going on with the necromancer? Is he still hanging around, just watching he's, this whole tournament go down, or what? Yeah, so he's like uh, Jay Lauer. What was his name? Jay Jay Lauer. What, the announcer, what was his name? Jay Lauer? <laughs> there was like, what was their names? There was like some two famous dudes that were always <laughs> narrating wrestling when we were kids. I can't remember their names now, but but Nelson used to always talk about them. But yeah, he's still there and he's kind of narrating. And, uh, you know, Why can't I remember their names? I got to look pre- this up. I'm pretty sure one of them's like Lau or something, but not Matt Lauer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Why can't I remember their dude's names? Because I know I get, they're right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, dude. So it's right going to bug me, dude. So he gets the dude up. And like a, you know, suplex sort of position. Yeah. And she's on the rope. And then while he's up, she clotheslines him as he's going down for the powerbomb. Oh, that so is pretty sweet. Yeah. Isn't that rad? That is pretty cool. Jay Lauer? <laughs> <laughs> Was it Jim, Jerry the King Lawler? Jerry the King Lawler. That's what it is. <laughs> there it is, dude. All right. <laughs> I was so close, dude. Hey, you had Jay Lawr, dude. You were really close, bro. <laughs> Jay Lawr. 
<laughs> oh, oh my god. And he used to wear a crown like ringside. Mm-hmm. Gosh, wrestling was cool back in the day, dude. I don't know if I could watch it nowadays. I'm so far I, out of tune. I know. I have a lot of friends and a lot of people I know who are really into it. Yeah. And uh, and so I was like, you know, I'm gonna give it another shot, man. I loved it. But like I'm just so like I couldn't. Yeah. And I'm not not like, oh my gosh, wrestling's so lame. It was just like I had no idea what was going yeah, on. Yeah, you, you have no idea where they're at. And and yeah, I feel the same way. I have a buddy who has two boys that are like that age, you know, where you're like super pumped in the wrestling. I think they're like, you know, between 10 and 12 probably. Yeah. And, and um, that's when I started getting really into wrestling and even into my like teens. And um, so him and his boys will watch it and they'll even go to like some live events here in town. And, um, but yeah, I'm so out of sync. I think I'd just be lost. Like I would have to get, you know, I don't know who's, who's good, who's evil, you know, what, you know, I'd be so yeah. lost. I remember when I lived in Havasu, my dad, because I was really into wrestling, he bought these wrestling tickets. There were there was a little wrestling match that was happening like in Havasu somewhere, like up the road toward uh, somewhere. And uh, it was that Butterbean dude doing wrestling. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. And it just wasn't that cool. But I had to pretend like, yeah, man, it was rad to see Butterbean. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your dad was stoked. He thought he was doing something. He was rad. stoked, yeah. And so I had to make sure he that he, you know. I went to a couple big wrestling events back in the day, man. Did you? Yeah. I went um I, dude, who all did I see? I seen like Booker T. Um You saw BT? Yeah, BT, man. He was a man back in the day. <laughs> I don't know if they ever called him BT, but they do now. I think like Kevin Nash and them were there. Um, it, it was pretty cool. Right I think on, there was man. two that I went to, two big events, but they're fun. Yeah. Uh, another one I got into, bro, that took I was I was stoked about this for a while. I posted about it, posted about it in our Discord, like when I first saw it coming out, like a trailer teaser. Uh, was the 06 protocol? Mm, yeah, yeah. This ended up being super red, dude. So it's about this family, you know, this family is opens up. And as far as you can tell, they're just this normal family. And all of a sudden, this dude comes in just saying, I finally found you. And he ends up killing the dad. And you're just like, dude, why did you want to kill the dad? And then the mom shoots this dude straight through the neck. I don't know if you can see that. Dude, yeah, smokes him. The art looks really cool in that. Yeah, and then you're just like, well, dude, like, how is she such a good shot? She's diving around, shoots this guy in the neck, and it just kind of leaves you there. Like, it doesn't tell you right away why. Uh, but then she's kidnapped, and what you find out is that um, the husband was in this, like, uh, top-secret government agency. Uh, that What they were tasked with was that, like, a, a while back, the government found this thing where they, like, were experimenting on people. It was called the 06 Protocol. And uh, they were injecting people with this stuff that would like increase, you know, their speed, strength, agility, all this stuff. Uh, but for some reason, they all went dormant, like it didn't work right away. And then all of a sudden, like years later, they started like popping up on the radars, like, oh my gosh, they're all. That's but they were cool. nuts. Yeah, they were that's crazy. Cool. They were all losing their minds and doing crazy stuff. So this government program that the dad worked with was tasked with finding them before they did the bad things mm, and taking them out before they went crazy 
And he was like a mark. He was like the best of the best. Like, I think he had like, you know, three times the amount of takedowns of these and anybody else in the agency. And uh, so what it was is the guy who finds him, tracked him, like realized, you know, who he was. And yeah, yeah. Uh, but dude, that dude, sounds rad. I like the dude, premise. It's even more rad than this, man. So you find out that he was training his wife for this, you know, because this was inevitable. He knew it. Like, eventually, and she needs to defend herself. Right, right. But, bro, what you don't know is so he's, she's sitting there in the government building. And spoiler, turn away if you don't want to know. And uh, all of a sudden, they start getting a ping from within the, within the building. And and the, the dude's like, uh, sir, it's in the room with you. She's one of them. She's one of them. And so the dude was protecting her and training her. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And so now she's on the like run, takes yeah. all these dudes out. And uh, just the action scenes, like she gets out of this truck blindfolded and knows where everybody is and is like taking them down. Dude. And, uh, but she still got her daughter. And so... Dude, I was all about it. It felt like a little blood shot, like, you know, with that, like, the nanites or whatever. It's like, yeah. coursing through them. But um, that it was super fun, cool, dude. dude. And just getting to that twist at the end really blows your mind. Like, you kind of felt it coming, but you're like, nah, no, that's not going to be what it is. And then when it was it, you're like, oh, man, it was it. Like, it was super cool. Dude, that sounds rad. And that's, is that an Aftershock book? Yeah. Hmm. Very nice. Dude, they're doing a lot so, of cool stuff. Yeah, dude. Um, but she's just a boss, dude. Like, she's just nuts, dude. Taking dudes out. Yeah, and the art does look super good. I'm gonna have to check that out. That looks fun. I like that. So at the end, she bails out of that wherever she was being like questioned, and she's just in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, she is. I loved it, man. I can't wait for the next one of that either. So. Definitely check out the 06 Protocol by Lee Turner. Those are my two faves, man. I mean, I could do a quick speed round of my other stuff if you'd like. I do want to hear, because I know last time we were... we were. Oh. Hang- did did I... Did, did I uh, do you want me to talk about Cosmic Detect? I do. I want to hear about this. So I know you were started reading it, because I, I really wanted to hear about it, because I was super intrigued. So, um, yeah, give us a rundown of it. Let me. I want to know the premise and, and what it's even about. You, you always paint these pictures where you want me to go so deep on a crazy week, and I'm just like, yes, <laughs> sir, let me break it. No, just give me a, I'll you do, know, give me a I'll quick, do my run, best. Uh, quick recap. Yeah, well, first of all, uh, phenomenal production on this book, dude. I love the size. I love the pages. Uh, really well done for a Kickstarter campaign. Um, the the oversizedness of it was was so awesome for the art. I think it was Dave Rubin did the art, and it's seriously great, dude. Like it's just awesome to have it in that oversized edition. Um, but story wise, I thought it was it was okay. I thought it was a really cool premise that kind of fizzled out a little at the end for me, or left me like maybe needing to reread it to maybe glean all its, you know, takeaways, but kind of this dude who, you know, he's how how to say it best. He's a detective and he's, he kind of works with this like shadowy sort of government uh, agency, this tasked with uh, keeping tabs on the gods. Uh, But it's kind of funny because they don't want to call them gods. It's always blacked out in the text. They only say the word gods one time Hmm. because they're like, well, this is as close as we can get to what they are. Right. And uh, it turns out, you know, he stumbles on one who's dead and was killed. And so at first they're trying to figure out why he was killed. 
And uh, so it's just it's just trippy adventure, dude. Like he smokes these little green ciggies, and all of a sudden he transports into like trippy land. It's kind of cool. The artwork's fantastic. Really cool characters throughout. But anyway, you find out that the god got this woman uh, pregnant, which they didn't think was even possible. And so everyone's kind of trying to be like, no, no, no. But the, the, the main dude, the detective, he's like on a mission to find her. Uh, ends up finding her in the like Godland area uh, ha- after having to like go through some crazy stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm giving like such a short hand cliff notes of this. No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's way better than, than what I'm doing it. I'm not giving it the justice it deserves. Uh, but it was crazy because at the end you do, he does find her and you see that her kid is in like this little like vat of water with like hmm. electrodes hooked up to it. So. Kind of like the Matrix, huh? Exactly like the Matrix. And uh, it was just a weird ending. <laughs> uh, it was just a weird ending because uh, the shadowy government dudes were kind of like, hey, so like, hey, cool, good job. You did it, man. Like, and you're just like, okay, that was weird. And they're like, you have two options. We can like erase your memory and you can go back to your life or you can keep on trucking. And I guess he kind of like chose to like have his mind erased because he's just back at home. But then the girl he saved is like their new recruit. And that's kind of where it ends. Hmm. So I thought it was okay. I thought it was mainly amazing for the art. Like Dave Rubin's art was sick. And a cool premise, cool world. Uh, Maybe they'll have a chance to play in that world again sometime but yeah i'm sure those two dudes are pretty pretty big and pretty well known you think they would you know somebody would would pick that up you never know yeah man what about you is there anything else you wanted to talk about before i do a quick speed round here um no i didn't get in she hulk yet i need to watch that this weekend the last couple episodes Mm. i just haven't been as stoked to watch i'm just kind of like eh yeah so well, we're also this, recording this early this week so i know we but really i chance. usually would would have watched it but i i haven't gotten it in yet uh, i should get it in this weekend but um i don't know the it just is kind of i mean i'll still watch it but i'm not like um dying at, to see it yeah yeah well, i'm with you man honestly like i might i'm like it, i'm not going out of my way like it kind of has to be like all right I'm on the couch. What should I do? I yeah, guess yeah. I'll watch She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's how I feel. <laughs> um, but, dude, since we're clicking down time here, I want to do a quick speed round for you. Bone Orchard, 10,000 Black Feathers, mm-hmm. number one. Just all right for me, dog. Kind of a little boring. <laughs> cool. Like, the world seems like it could be cool, but it's so slow. Like, not a lot goes down again. And so far, I have to be honest with you, man, I'm not... If, if I weren't a fan of Jeff Lemire, I'm that's not sure just, I'd keep going. That's what I was just about to ask you. I was like, if it didn't have Lemire's name on it, would you hang it up or? I hang it up. Probably. I mean, some of Lemire's stuff, though, does kind of start slow and it's kind of that know, slow burn and, and you got to get into it. I know, but you know me too, because I'm not a big horror genre guy. Yeah, like this, yeah. like, I, I don't know. I'm, I can't ever stop reading it, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I got to read Blink number two. Dude, stuff hits the fan. The freaking creatures are running after him. And uh, she's determined to figure out what the heck's going on. Uh, Ends up running into some big white monster dude who seems like he's running this whole thing. Nuts. 
I still think it's a cool, cool read if you're into it. Daredevil three. I have no idea what's going on, dude. Serious? Like, it's just there's these two bad dudes who are like these older couple who I don't know who they are. Electra's off doing something which I don't know what everyone's referring to. Mm. Luke Cage is mayor. I don't know how he became mayor, but he's all into it, which is kind of cool. Still a cool issue. I just wish I knew more about Daredevil. Isn't this like kind of like a continuation of Chip's last Daredevil run? Like, or is it? Because he did all that and then he did Devil's Reign. And where the heck's this pick up? Like, I don't know. Samurai Doggy number two. Just skip it. Do not read it. <laughs> That's where I'm going to leave that. <laughs> and just, just to continue the speed round without any spoilers, Dark Spaces Wildfire number three. My second, if not tied for first favorite read. Oh, gosh. I can't wait week. to read that this week. Yeah. I'm Phenomenal. on that one. Above Snakes number three. Dude, hilarious. Uh, Dirt and his vulture just getting going back and forth, and it's just hysterical. They started bro. doing that in issue two a lot. Yeah, and uh, they run into another dude who also has an animal like that, and they're both they were both given given them the birds were given to each of them after their families were killed by the above snake gang, and so they're both on a mission to mm. try to kill the above snakes before the other guy now. Because that's how they get rid of this curse. That's the only way to like get back to normal for them. Oh, interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, but I did. I picked that bro. up this week, so I can't wait to read it. Yeah, hysterical. Loved it. Um, what was I going to tell you? There was something really funny about it. Uh, you'll love it. I think it's just hysterical. Okay. True Cult Two. Sorry, Ross. Man, I could not get into it, bro. I picked that one up too. I'm going to check that one out. I hope you like it because I was stoked about it. Patrick, there's something wrong with Patrick Todd, number three. Dude, Zeus goes nuts. He's nuts. He's on a rampage. He finds Patrick Todd, kind of kidnaps him. Straight up going to murder him because he thinks his people are responsible for his his parents, his family's death. And gets violent as could be, bro. Zeus is nuts. That's another one I want to start reading because that story sounds super rad. I kind of wish you had had gotten into this instead of True Cult because I feel like number two just kind of let me down. Well, I'm sure he's Uh, still going to do it because they're they're only, what, issue three, four? Yeah, we're on three. So get the trade when it comes out, maybe. I think you'll dig it. Yeah. Well, nice, dude. Speed round. Dude, you got in a ton, man. I'm pumped. I'm looking forward to this weekend because I know... I'm kind of having a chill weekend um, after being out of town last week and just Lucky. catching up on stuff around the house. And yeah, dude, after this week too, it was a little chaotic. I'm looking forward to just chilling. And uh, I had a lot of stuff to read this weekend, so I'm super stoked on that. Dude, I have a question for you. Yeah, man. Legit question. Are you ready? Ask away. I want you to be serious with me, okay? Okay. Do you believe in boogeymen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to get on the boogeyman train right now. I dude, I keep hearing it's such a cool read though. But it was just, great, bro. I would just start laughing every time I read the word boogeyman. Dude, I know, but they don't say it that often. But so good, man. Right on, dude. Well, anything else you wanna throw out there you want to chat about before we get into uh what we're doing next week and what we're looking forward to coming out no i don't think so but next week is um what i've been looking forward to for a while man you know what we're doing next week 
You know I do. Why don't you tell everybody else what we're doing, though? You don't know what we're doing? <laughs> no, this is one that um, I can't even remember where we've seen this one. Um, maybe it was somebody on Instagram. But Bro, um, what are we doing? We're tell doing a, we're doing a better place. Yes, are we really? Yeah. Did you get your copy in yet? Okay, cool. I can't wait for you to read it, bro. It's so good. Yeah, so um, super stoked on that. Can't wait to read this one. Um, where did we find this one? I can't remember. You know who it was, man. It was our boy. It's just Dino. That's what, oh yeah, because he posted a review on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I re- okay. Now I remember. So yeah, super stoked to get into that. And, it's just um, Dino's going to hear this and he's going to be like, I am not your boy. He's like, I have no idea who you guys are. We're friends. <laughs> We're Instagram friends and he has a really cool account. Go follow him. Check him out. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so it should be fun, uh, a, a fun one to talk about, man. Um, I know you really loved it. Um, you have multiple copies of it. You loved it that much because you were giving it away. <laughs> yep. Now it's in the hands of somebody else because the first person read it. So oh, I'm awesome. passing it around. Heck yeah. So super stoked for next week. Um, other than that, dude, I don't got much else to talk about. What are you looking forward to uh, coming out next week? I, I got a couple big ones on my list that uh, I'm super pumped co- for because it feels like it's been forever since the last issue. Are you going to get into the Batman Beyond the White Knight? Um, you know, I've been seeing that. Uh, I might pick it up in a trade. Hmm. There's a lot of Batman stuff coming out that I, I want to get. There's another one coming out. I think it's in November um it's almost like another like batman has to team up with the joker it looks really rad it's from it's a uh, black label right on uh i mean you know the biggest one for me probably without even having to guess dude eight billion genies man yep super stoked on that um it's felt like it's forever since four so that's coming out it really um, has uh calculated man issue number four does it? Uh, can't yeah. wait for that, dude. I, yeah. I I really liked three, to be honest with you. Yeah, so did I. So that one will be good. I think you're. Are you still oh. reading Astronaut Down? Yeah, I kept. I was keeping up with that. That yeah. was cool. Four, but four bro, comes out. A number one that I'm super stoked about uh, is Old Dog Number One. I saw that. Yeah, from Image. Looks so freaking cool, man! I can't wait for that. Definitely check that one out. Uh, we got um. Stillwater number 15. Stillwater's coming back, so that'll be cool. Ant-Man 3, are you keeping up with that? I have two. I haven't read it yet, but it's on. It's in my pile to read. I'll get to it eventually. Hopefully. What is this Briar from Boom? Looks kind of interesting, dude. Did you see that one coming out? Yeah, I did. I don't know what that one's about. That looks kind of cool. Uh, Magic Order 3, Issue 3 comes out. I don't know if you kept up with that. I, I have... Um, Magic Order Volume 2. I haven't even read it yet. I know you, I thought you started it, right? No, I start. The, I started this Volume 2, but not Volume 3. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. So I have some of Volume oh, 2, yeah. but I haven't even got into that one yet. It's just sitting there. So I don't know if um, how Volume 3 is looking or where they're at, but um, I know we liked, the, we liked Volume 1. I know that another issue of New Think comes out. We'd have to ask Ross if he's been keeping up with that. I'd be interested to see if it got better since issue one. Yeah, you know, I liked um, issue one, but I didn't keep I didn't keep up on it. Yeah, dude, one I'm absolutely stoked out of my mind about is a one shot by um, Chris Condon. I think Hell is a Squared Circle 
uh, published by Aftershock. It's another wrestling one. It's another one. wrestling it's, one. Yeah, I saw that. Dude, looks freaking sick. Kind of like a wrestling noir movie uh, book. Looks rad, dude. And he does great work, so I can't wait to check that one out, man. Yeah, dude, another big week, man. These last couple weeks have been just... It's getting hard, dude. Packed. I, the pocketbook's looking at me like, you might want to rethink how you're doing this. Yeah, when I was there yesterday, it was tough for me to like... And I even missed a couple that I just was in a hurry that I had to go back and get. But it was a jam-packed week, man. Yeah, bro. Well, right on, dude. Well, let's just do a quick little check here to see if we got any... um. Good old tray paperback hardcovers coming out. Dude, this Briar one looks nuts, though. I want to check that out. Oh, by Christopher Cantwell. It might be cool, dude. What a Sleeping Beauty never got her hap- happily ever after and instead had to save herself. It's in a beautiful, uh, brutal fantasy world. That time forgot this isn't the fairy tale you know. I might be into that. That could be cool. Yeah, bro. Well, in terms of the uh, hardcover trade paperbacks that are coming out, we've got um, Batman Curse of the White Knight Deluxe Edition hardcover coming out. <clears throat> we've got um, Batman Hush 20th Anniversary Deluxe Edition coming out. Yeah, I see All that. these are subject to change, by the way. I mean, I, these things move around like crazy. But we've got um, Naughty List trade paperback coming out which I enjoyed the first three I've read. I have to catch up on it. Um, let's see what else we got here. Did you know they're on like the fourth printing of 8 Billion Genies issue one? That's nuts, dude. They're just, dude, it's going to take off, man. I mean, not like it. I think it already has taken off, but I... I know what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. But another good week to be a comic book fan, dude. Yeah. It's been a little little overwhelming for me lately how much cool stuff is coming out cuz a few weeks ago it was kind of I don't know there wasn't wasn't a ton I was I was on my pull list but now dude it's just been last couple of weeks has been gnarly. Yeah. Been hard to keep up. But I'm stoked to do it. I'm here for it. Well yeah man if any of those sound sound cool or you want to pick them up you're looking for a new shop check out coffeeinacomic.com. Uh, enter our code comic book layer in all caps at checkout. Save yourself 15%. Check out his back issues too. He's got a ton of really cool stuff in there. Set up a pool list. Uh, did I say pull like it's, really crazy? You sounded like you said set up a pool list. <laughs> you know what I meant. Uh, anyway, check out Coffee and a Comic. Follow him on Instagram too. He's always posting new comic book day review, uh, you know, reviews and stuff like that. The books of the, that are coming out that week. And, uh, yeah, check it out. Enter our code. Save yourself 15%. Frank's a rad dude. Uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed over there. Thank you. Real quick, before we keep going, uh, I just want to give a big old shout out to Ross. Dude, such a cool dude. He hooked me up. He sent me a care package in the mail. I got a I got another stack of Pokemon cards that my son was stoked on. Um, I still don't know what they do. I don't know how to play the game, but I'm going to learn. <laughs> Take it, dude. <laughs> But I'm definitely going to learn. And then he sent me a cool book, um, Cosmo the Mighty Martian, issue number that one. That cool, man. Yeah. So I haven't read it yet to my son. Um, we'll, you know, hopefully read through that this weekend as well. And so, Ross, appreciate you, man. And, You're the man, um, Ross. Yeah, super cool. So I got to I gotta learn how to play Pokemon, at least, uh, you know, kind of get the gist of it. Dude, he sent me a link today. 
because he knows that I've been really liking Little Red Ronin. And it was a link to uh, a variant. Look at this variant, bro. If I had the money, I'd hop all over this. Like an 8-bit Nintendo Little Red Ronin. That's so cool. What I should have done is like just started collecting all these and got gotten Trish's uh, 8 billion genies. Mm -hmm, I was just about to say that. But dang, dude. I love variant covers, man. They're so cool. People's artistic ability is just cool to me. Yeah, dude. Right on, man. Well, how can people keep up with us and what we're doing and jamming and all yeah, that? Yeah, definitely stuff? Um, subscribe to our show. Um, send it over to a friend. We'd uh, love to hear from you as well. If uh, you want to leave us a review, that'd be super awesome. Uh, definitely would help us out. Um, head over to our Instagram, the Comic Book Glare. That's kind of where we're posting everything we're reading, what we're getting into. And then um, jump over to our Discord and um, join the conversation over there. Let us know what you're reading. Send us some recommendations. Um, let us know what you thought about these books that we chatted about today, if you read them. Um, also, jump over and sign up for our newsletter. Um, that will uh, you'll, you'll get that weekly from us on um, just everything that we're reading, our pull list, and uh, what's coming up. Uh, you can get access to some of our old shows and... Um, yeah, we'd be stoked to hear from you and um, keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. <laughs>